quick reminder before we get into today's episode of the podcast. I want to remind every single one of you to go to our podcast page on Instagram at Listen to This Why You Shit. Go over to our Twitter page at Listen and Shit. Give us a follow on both accounts. We post clips three times a week on both accounts. And if you have the time and if you are an iOS user, iPhone, iPad, MacBook, whatever you got, I need you to go over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a rating review. Uh, whether you hate the podcast or you love the podcast, doesn't matter. Reviews help the podcast, get recommended to more people. And since you're already on your phone or your MacBook or your tablet or your iPad, whatever the fuck you're using, uh, go over to YouTube. Just hop, skip over to YouTube and uh, subscribe to our channel at Listen to This While You Shit. Uh, hit the bell icon to get notified whenever I drop a new video. Um, I'm poor and I want to make money off this shit. And subscribing will really help a lot. Just all you got to do is subscribe. Come on, say it with me. Subscribe. No, I know. It's weird. But, like, I know you're in your car right now, so it's fine. Subscribe. Matter of fact, I know you're on a bus right now and you're not trying to look crazy. I get it. Come on, just mouth it with me. You ready? One, two, three. Subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. But more on that later. For now, let's get right into today's podcast. Metro and his bitch going crazy. You don't fuck with them? Made it out the dirt. I was head first. A nigga used to raw A and I used to serve. Couldn't go to work. School was the worst. Pussy tried to play me A, put him on a shirt. Lambo real fast. Fell in love with cash. Fell in love with head A, I fell in love with ass. Science, I was sleep A, I fell in love with mouth. She was at the club A, I made her take a bow. A, I'm keen smoke, so I got a drum on the stick. Gang was in the, I can't put my tongue on that shit. He was talking crazy till that hollow hit his lip. A bitch, four L, even the killers getting killed. All you see is patties and APs in my clip. We got all the bottles and the hookah in the bill. I might be a rapper, but it's steady in this clip. A zone six, we get niggas bare around this bitch. Pit bull, where I walk, where I talk. Loose lips, sink ships, yellow tape, white chalk. Multitask, use the pistol in the box. Screaming, no, I left behind, nigga, we gon' kill him off. Ain't no cap in my rap, ain't no flop. You can tell it when I rap, ain't no cut, this shit raw. Cut him off if he talking to the law. I'm with Draco, cause he quiet till he hit you in the jaw. My little niggas don't wanna trap, they wanna spin. Hey, spin, fill the choppers up and spin again. Free my dog, he not eating, so why he in a pen? From Atlanta, not Vegas, but I still sin. A chain like a yo yo, ride me like a pogo. She from out of DC, when she fuck me, she play go go. Used to sell lines, now a nigga sipping bows though. Niggas rapping gangsta, but they really hoes though. Street niggas, streets don't talk, but you told though. Rat tail hanging in the hood, boy, you bobo. We ain't trying to hear about all the bricks that you so so. They don't need a badge, but them niggas still the popo. Focused on my bag, focused on my money. I done had some dark days, I done had some sunny. Niggas think they hot. Niggas funny, ayy, yellow baguette, BVVVS is look like honey. All my diamonds pissed on, ayy, Andre Drummond. My play won't even pull inside departments cause they hunted. My dog could have passed me the ball, but he punted. Got my turn, did a onside kick, that's how I'm coming. Pit bull where I walk, where I talk. Loose lips, sink ships, yellow tape, white chalk. Multitask, use the pistol in the ball. Screaming, no, I left behind, nigga, we gon' kill them all.
Welcome back to another episode of the Listen to This White Shit Podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to white shit. The fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Not Google that because that is a fact, though. Who are going to believe, nigga, me or Google? They're minding your data right now. Be afraid of them, niggas. I'm your host, Dom Sharp. I'm back with some new content. I'll give it a fucking head with, man. Remember, I love you. You are love. Now, have a good day at work, sweetie. Mwah. Yeah, man, very excited to be back in the building. Uh, this is this is your second reminder to go to our Instagram page. First of all, follow us on all social medias. Follow us on Instagram and listen to this while you shit. Follow us on Twitter and listen and shit. Go to our YouTube page, listen to this while you shit. Like, comment, subscribe on all the videos. Do that for me. Ha ha. Ah, man. Um, some exciting news happened this week in hip hop. Was it exciting? I don't know. Might have been. Who the fuck cares? But I'm gonna talk about some things. Um, okay, so let's start this podcast already before I get I get sidetracked with things that don't matter. Last week on Instagram, I, on my story, I asked people who follow me. I was like, "Yo, give me some topics to talk about in the podcast. Like, what are some things that you would like to hear discussed on the podcast?" Um, and one of the people, Adrian Sullivan, uh, friend of the pod, he's been on the episode. Go listen to the Adrian Sullivan episode, but not before you finish this one. A uh, friend of the pod, he commented on it he was like let's he said let's talk about white rappers who use hip-hop to go to the next level i believe he was talking about people like post malone who use rap as a vehicle to just get into like pop shit or like niggas like mgk who used hip-hop as a vehicle to become a movie to become a movie star and i read that and i was like huh that's a that's that's a good topic but then i but then i got to thinking i was like no it's deeper than that though these white rappers who really be rapping like, white rappers who rap better than the black rappers. Now, that may be blasphemous to say, and I understand that. But hear me out for a second. A lot of these white rappers go harder than the black rappers. I get it. It's blasphemous. Because fuck, fuck white people. Fuck them crackers. I don't really fuck with them. I don't. But the niggas be spitting. You got niggas like Jack Harlow, niggas like Russ, niggas like Kyle Scrubby, a guy who I randomly found on Inst- on a guy who I randomly found on YouTube the other day, going hard, hard as fuck, and it's not always the wabbity dabbity flow. It's not always my mom was a crackhead. Not it's not that. L- look at Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow used the tripping flow, but it's still hard. It's still hard. And I'm just like, why do these white rappers go harder? than a lot of these black rappers. And I, and it came down to one thing that I thought was very crucial. Being a black man in America, which I am, they've always told me that I'm going to have to work 10 times as hard just to be just as successful to my white counterparts. But in hip-hop, which is a black world, a black genre, the white rapper has to work 10 times as hard just to be as respected as his black counterparts. Look at Eminem. Eminem had to be the best rapper in the fucking world to get recognized. Jack Harlow was on the Jack Harlow was on Double XL freshman cover with niggas like Little Key. Little Key sucks. I heard Little Key music. He sucks. Russ is king independent. Rappers always talk about I'm rich. I'm my own boss. Russ is his own boss, and hip hop doesn't respect him still. White rappers really be living this hip hop shit. Better than black rappers. Now, let me get back to my point. All the white rappers have to be exceptionally good at rapping. And I think it's because of two things. Number one, the obvious one, they can't say the N-word. 
the, as a rapper, I'm a fun rapper myself. The N word is an amazing crutch word. It's in a then you can just say nigga and like the bar just immediately sounds cooler. Like niggas just be making a whole. So many rappers have have went on eight bar riffs with the only rhyming word between all those bars is just nigga. Jay-Z just did it. White nigga, black nigga. Like, that shit's so hard because he got to say nigga. A white person can't do that. So because of that advantage we got, and then by the way, this is not me advocating for white people to say the N-word. Shut, no, you cannot say it just because you rap. Shut the fuck up. All I'm saying is because they can't say it, they have to, like, be able to rhyme words better. They got to they gotta, they gotta be able to make shit sound cooler. The N-word... It's taken for granted by a lot of black people. Like we take that, we take for granted how cool of a word that is that we get to say. Like it's such a like it's such, like you the N word can be a punctuation, bitch ass nigga. There's no there's no period in that sentence. Nigga is the period. Y'all fucked your bitch, nigga. There's no period. The nigga is the period. That's how great that word is. And then it's so diverse. You can say it in a loving way. You can say it. You can say it like I hate you way. It's such a diverse word that can be used in so many different contexts. The N word is taken for granted by black rappers, and it's, you see it when niggas like Little Kid get to rap on fucking Double XL Freshman with Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow can't say nigga. I don't think Jack Harlow ever has the fucking desire to say nigga. And if he does have a desire to say nigga, I take back all the glowing words I'm about to say about him. But Jack Harlow can't say it. Such a great rapper. What's poppin' is a great rap song. And that album he dropped, great rap album. Regardless of what you say, you know the words to what's poppin'. At least the first like, two bar, what's poppin'? Brand new, we just hopped in. Name me one little key bar. And I know it's a little key fan out there who's going to give me a random ass little key bar, but nobody know that. Everybody knows a Jack Harlow song. Everybody. Every single person knows a Jack Harlow song. And it's what's popping. The N-word is such a crucial crutch word that, that black rappers take for granted. And my second thing I my second thing is white rappers don't have the black experience to lie on. What do I mean by that? So in America, there is an idea of what the black experience in, in America is. It's growing up inside of poverty neighborhoods, going to a fucking bad school, uh, somebody in your family being dead or in jail. Something like all those, all those key like cliches that we all know about black people, which some of those things aren't cliches. Like, like I live in a pretty impoverished neighborhood. Not really middle class, but my family's impoverished. Um, I went to a bad high school. Like you know what I'm saying, I got family members of mine that's dead in jail. So it's not really a stereotype, but that's not the, like the overall black experience. Like there are black people without that experience, but that is the black experience that is most recognizable in America. And white rappers don't get the rap about that. Like, a black rapper can be, like, a bad rapper, but because he can, like, he can just do, like, a story about growing up in the hood and, like, how his teacher didn't love him and his mom didn't love him and shit like that and how his cousin died and, that's it, and like, that shit still hurt him. He can rap about that, and that will resonate more with you than Russ talking about, I don't know what the fuck Russ talk about, I'm going to be real, just Russ giving you some good bars about being rich. That's going to resonate with you more. And, and like, you can say, of course that's going to resonate with me more. But, like, because because I'm not rich, I can't feel that. But if you think about it, a black rapper rapping about being rich, it's going to resonate more than a white rapper talking about being rich. Because you because when you see yourself being rich, you see yourself being Migos rich and not Russ rich. That's facts. That's just facts. Like, 
when you see yourself being rich, be honest. Think about this for a second. All black people listen to this podcast, think about this for a second. Like, when you think about being rich, do you see yourself driving uh, a new Lamboy, <laughs> a fucking new Lambo, or a uh, Toyota Corolla? Which one is it? It's, it's that uh, Toyota Corolla, isn't it? Yeah, I know. You ain't got to tell me. I know which one you think about driving. That's the one I want to drive, too. I want that Lambo. I want it. I get it. The fucking Toyota Corolla going to last forever. Probably that Camry going to last forever, but it ain't as big as the flex of that Lambo. And black rappers get to rely, and black rappers get to rely on that black experience, that shared experience of growing up in similar neighborhoods, having similar upbringing, and I can rap about that shit, and it's and it's going to resonate with you more. That is why white rappers are superior rappers. Wow, superior isn't the right word to say in that situation, but they are. A lot of white rappers are better rappers than black rappers. Now, to counterpoint that point, I thought about this too. It is easier for a white rapper to be more mainstream successful than it is for a black rapper. And that's because they're white. Regardless of how you see it, they're white. It's like um, it's like a white rapper, a white rapper is gonna be more marketable to a white person inside fucking Iowa than a black person will be to a black to to a person inside Iowa. Now why? Shared experience. There's more. I'm like I'm. I'm not sure about this. I'm about. This may sound really ignorant right now. It probably is going to be. But there's probably more suburbs than there is ghettos. Now somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like there's more suburbs than there are ghettos. Because there are more white people in America than it is black people in America. And now granted, a lot of those white white people poor just like us. A lot of them are. But those white people still gonna resonate with fucking Russ over Little Keed. Most of them will. Some of them. Gonna fuck with low key. So it's easier for that white rapper to become more mainstream successful. Easier. Like G Easy? G Easy is not a good rapper. He's not like G Easy sucks. He's just white with slip back here. G Easy looks like G Easy looks like a character in the Grease movie. Like G Easy, like, okay, he got a few good songs, but it's not like he's not a fantastic rapper, which is my point here. Which is another point I thought about. A white rapper can also be just mediocre, but because of the fact of whenever we see a white person do anything that is remotely black, black people get excited. Like, I'm pretty sure we all seen the videos where, like, a little white boy dances in a group of black people, and black people just get so excited to see him dance. It's like, oh, shit, he know how to do the whoa. That's G-Eazy. That is G-Eazy. G-Eazy just uh, an average white rapper who black people saw was like, oh, he know how to do the whoa. Oh, how he know about the slob on my knob song? Like, that's shit easy. But most white rappers got to be elite, well, got to be elite white rappers to be respected in hip-hop. And most of them aren't respected in hip-hop. Most of them aren't. The last, the last white rapper that was unanimously, like, unanimously respected in hip-hop was Mac Miller. He was the last one. He is the last of the Mohicans. Some of you say, some of you may say Eminem. That's not true. I listened to Deezus and Zemiro. Deezus and Zemiro was outside when, when, when fuck Eminem was at his peak. And they always hated Eminem. So if niggas like him, and like if them two niggas hated Eminem, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of niggas just like that who, who fucking hated Eminem. Mac Miller was all around loved. Like when Mac Miller died, the only nigga that had bad words to say about him was Goldlink. And fuck Goldlink. We don't care about that nigga. 
But Mac Miller was resoundingly loved. The only white rapper to do that. Not many white rappers can say, like, yo, hip-hop loved me. Mac Miller had that on his belt. That was on his body. That was on his vest. We knew Mac Miller's anatomy. So why do white rappers rap better than black rappers? I think it's just the circumstances. When you are coming into a field that you are not the, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, y'all? When you are not, you know, the uh, majority in, you have to be better than the rest. You have to be better than the field. Your ability has to be better because your story is not going to be recognizable with the people who are, who, who are fans of that field. Like, nobody, like, I'm pretty sure Kyle Scrubby's story is not uh, similar to most of hip-hop's. But his rapping is better, so people like it. That was my point. I really been thinking about that shit all week, though, because white rappers really be like, them niggas be going hard. Like, and I thought it was just me. I was, I was like, nah, maybe I'm tripping. But I'm like, nah, these niggas really be rapping, rapping. Like, they be rapping, rapping. They be rapper, rappers. Let's move on to some topics that Casey sent over to me from Simulation Network. By the way, Casey sends me over a whole bunch of topics these week, and I almost find, like, none of them interesting. And Casey, I love you, by the way. This is not, every time I, every time I get a Casey topic, it sounds like I'm sliding him, but I'm not, because I actually do like this Casey guy a lot. But sometimes I'll be like, I don't care about this shit. But these two topics were actually interesting to me. So I got two. Tom Cruise's next film will be filmed in space. What? That's a real thing? Yes, that's a real thing. On May 5th, 2020, uh, Jim Bernstein, uh, a higher up at NASA, he tweeted out, NASA is excited to work with at Tom Cruise on a film aboard the space station. We need popular media to inspire the next generation of engineers and scientists to make NASA's ambitious plans a reality. This nigga Tom Cruise is really on Mission Impossible. This nigga is really about to go <laughs> to space and shoot a movie. Here's the thing. We ain't never been to space. Conspiracy theory dom. That space mission niggas thought we went to? Nah, bro, that was on a green screen. For decades now, we've been filming space scenes on green screens. That's how it's been. And it's accepted. Tom Cruise said, nah, I'm ready to take this shit to the next level. He said, nah, I'm really trying to go to space. So him and fucking Elon Musk and SpaceX are going to shoot a film in outer space. How does this work? I don't know. Is the whole movie, are they going to have astronaut shoots on the whole movie? Because if you don't know, if you're if you're dumb, if you're stupid, ain't no oxygen in space. Like, it ain't like Earth, nigga. Ain't no oxygen there. Like, you can't just walk around freely and breathe. And that shit is cold. It's a fucking vacuum. It's cold as fuck. So if your body is exposed to that coldness, your shit will immediately freeze. How are they planning to do this? Like, how do they plan to shoot action scenes inside that condition? If Tom Cruise's spacesuit rips just a little bit, just a tiny little tear in that spacesuit, he's dead. He's fucking dead because he wanted to shoot a film in space. I don't understand it. This actually interests me because I don't know if this, like, like the Hollywood elites, like, just, like, talking smoke out their ass. Or, like, in 2025, where there'll be an actual film where the whole film is shot in space. That is a real reality that we are looking at right now. That's how much money these motherfuckers got. These motherfuckers are so bored with Earth. They said, I'm tired of shooting movies on this planet. Let's go to a different planet. Let's go to space and do it. And that brings me to my second point. So scientists have found a body of water on Mars. So I feel like every, every few years, people talk about how niggas found water on Mars. That's the thing that people talk about all the time. Two scientists two years ago from Italy claimed to have found a source of water, like a lake of some sorts, in the South Pole of Mars. Now they come back two years later with more evidence to prove that it's water there. All it tells me is the Hollywood elites, the 1%, 
they are planning to leave the planet. I don't know if y'all heard about that big ass doomsday clock that say it's like seven years left for like the planet before it die. But in seven years time, when I'm 30 years old, all those Hollywood elites, all those one percenters are leaving the planet and they are going to Mars. It's happening. Think about it. These niggas already planning to shoot films in space. So they already trying to figure out how they going to work out there. They said, yo, how are we going to do our job in space? I right, fuck it. Niggas got to figure it out. Okay, so where we going to live at now? Where will we live? I right, hold on. Mars got water, so that bitch might be inhabitable. Nigga, they are figuring this shit out right in front of our eyes. Conspiracy theory dom, these niggas is leaving the planet. And when they leave, just know, this bitch not gonna be here much longer. <laughs> like, <laughs> when all those rich people leave the planet, this planet not gonna be here much longer. We're gonna have approximately three weeks after they leave. And that's just scary to think about. I know. As I'm saying, I'm thinking about stopping the podcast and having an emergency panic attack. But I can't. But these niggas is going to leave the planet. And when they leave, who going to be left? It ain't nobody left on the planet. These niggas going to be sending movies back to Earth through a beam. Like, hey, y'all, here go Mission Impossible 47. Tom Cruise saves Mars. That's what they're going to be doing. And we're going to have to accept that because we don't got enough money to leave the planet. We just going to die here. They're planning their great escape from this planet right in front of our eyes. And nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. Shout out to Casey to, from Simulation Network for sponsoring uh, this Conspiracy Theory Dom segment. Because those two topics had me going crazy. I was like, wow, these niggas really planning to leave the planet. Okay. On to things I learned on Twitter this week. Uh, things I learned on Twitter this week. Uh, I learned that Tiger has OnlyFans. Did you notice? Did you hear about this notice? Tiger has OnlyFans now. Apparently, Tiger OnlyFans is like 30 fucking bucks, too. Mad expensive. First of all, I'm going I'm to keep it a bean with y'all. I'm going to keep it a bean. I thought about purchasing Tiger's OnlyFans for the content. I thought about giving this nigga money so I can go on YouTube, make the, make the video, and I can talk about it. I seen Adam22 do it. I see a whole bunch of niggas fucking reviewing OnlyFans. And I was like, okay, this is good for clicks. But then I seen how much money it costs. I'm like, I'm not making that money back. That's not a good investment. 30 bucks is not a lot of money, but 30 bucks is a lot of money. Like, <laughs> like in the grand scheme of life, it's, it's 30 bucks is like, it's fucking middle school. But in the grand scheme of my pockets, that's a lot of money. And I can't afford that right now. Like, I, I can't. Like, I can't. Like, I know that we in a pandemic, but nah. So I've talked to a few of my women friends who have done a research and found out about Tiger's OnlyFans. By the way, if you went on Pornhub, which I do every day, but if you went on Pornhub and, and just went to the search bar, the, the, the first search, the most searched thing with Pornhub that day was Tiger's OnlyFans. No, I did not click the, the, the fucking search to find out what it was about because I didn't really care. I allowed the women to tell me what was going on. So the women on Twitter were saying that Tiger had a small schmeat. They saying they saying that, they saying that Tiger's schmeat was small. That's that's talk on road. But then I saw a picture of Tiger Schmidt. Tiger Schmidt don't look small to me. Pause, yo. I said it. I, hey, I said somebody had to say it. They were saying that Tiger had a mini meat. I saw his meat and I said he got maxi meat. That thing is not small. Which got me to thinking, how big of a dick do you bitches need? You bitches in these deep ass bucket pussies. How big do you need that vagina to be? I don't understand. I thought a few years ago on Twitter, we established that six inches is enough. Tiger looked bigger than six. Pause. No homo. I'm just saying from what I saw on the internet, that wasn't a small meat. 
it did like a small meat to me. So when I saw women were saying it was small, and then I saw the picture, I was like, that's small? I was like, damn, I must be tiny then. <laughs> I must be minuscule. Dog, I was so confused. I I didn't I just I couldn't understand why women were saying tiger meat was small. Cause when I saw it, I was like, that's not a small meat. And no, I'm not gonna show you a picture of Tiger's meat if you're watching the video, because this video is on YouTube. And if I did that, I would get demonetized. Or my whole fucking page would get taken from me. So no, I'm not showing you Tiger's meat, but it's on Twitter. Tiger and Tiger Dick, it pop up. I'm like 90% sure. Or just go to OnlyFans and type in Tiger's Only uh, Tiger's OnlyFans. Excuse me. Go to Poor Harbor Tiger's OnlyFans. But the bigger point I want to make here is, why do these celebrities feel the need to make OnlyFans accounts now? Like, I get the idea of, like, trying to supplement your income, but sex work was a thing that sex workers, like, it was such a niche market that sex, work, that sex workers, like, needed it. Like, they needed the attention. Like, this was their only stream of income, most of them. Some of them might have been former strippers or something like that, but OnlyFans were their only stream of income. And then you got these big people, like the bitch from Disney Channel, and now Tiger coming onto the platform. For what? For what? Cardi B has OnlyFans now, but Cardi, but Cardi B OnlyFans isn't anything sexual. It's more of a, like, a behind-the-scenes of her life, where she could have took that shit to Patreon. Like, like if, I'm going to be real with you. I get the idea of having bonus content, like cool content just for your fans, but Patreon does exist. If you're not selling sex work, why go to OnlyFans? And OnlyFans wasn't built for just sex work. It wasn't. I, I understand that. But it has become so synonymous with sex work. Whereas, like, if you're, if, if you're not selling, if you're not giving me vagina or butt or titties or penis for those who like that, why the fuck are you OnlyFans? Take it to Patreon. Patreon is, a, Patreon is basically OnlyFans, but it's not for sex. It is literally a, it is literally a subscription-based model straight to consumer. Just take it to Patreon. Why do you need OnlyFans? So I think I understand why I see a lot of sex workers getting mad at Tiger for making OnlyFans because it's like y'all are diluting the market to the point where people, when they see an OnlyFans link, they won't even want to subscribe because some people have one. Also, you bitches who just do it to do it because you think it's fun, that's not really, like, that's not really trying to do sex work. Like, get the fuck out the paint. There are people lives who absolutely depend on how much money I made on OnlyFans this month. And, and, like, and, like, you may say, go get a job. No, I'm never going to tell anybody to get a job if you're following your dreams. If you're, listen, if your dream job is to play with your vagina all day into the camera, then do that. Why would I ever tell you to, why would I ever tell you to do anything else? Why would anybody ever tell you to do anything but that? It doesn't make sense. So, Tiger, get the fuck off OnlyFans. I ain't going to lie, I clicked on the link. Well, because, of course, I clicked on the link because I saw how much it was. But he got it. He got it. He got some posts up there. I didn't like I said, I didn't pay for it. So I didn't see any of the posts. I did see a picture of his meat, but that was on Twitter. I'm saying, though, it's a, he got a lot of posts up there. I see a lot of like celebrities who start OnlyFans, like the, like the Disney Channel bitch. She didn't have a lot of posts up and she wasn't even like doing full frontal. Cardi B don't got that many posts up. But like a lot of these celebrities don't got a lot of posts up. Tiger got a whole bunch of posts up. Tiger Ty going on OnlyFans is something that only 2020 would give us. Only 2020. I get it, though. I like I understand it though, from like the artist standpoint, like a lot of these guys, like haven't been able to make money on the road, which is like in rap, that is the way that a lot of these niggas make their money on the road. 
Like streaming does not pay. There's no money in streaming. The money is the money is gone on the road. And Tiger hasn't been able to go over. Tiger hasn't been able to go. Tiger hasn't able. What the fuck? Tiger hasn't been able to get on the road. So I can understand it. Okay. On other things I learned on Twitter this week, uh, Drake dated Scissor. <laughs> Drake dated. Okay. So in a song on Twenty One Savage's album called Mister Right Now, Drake admitted that he Drake admitted that he dated Scissor back in '08. Now, why is this a topic? Number one. Drake named off another famous woman. That's things he does. Like, he's done it many times before. In views, he was in love with Jennifer Lopez. Like, he, like, like th- this is the thing that Drake does. But the reason why it's so weird is because that if you do the math, 08 says it was 17. Now, if, allow me to put my cape on for a second. Since his birthday is in October, so she could have been 18. She could have been. But it's more likely that she was 17. But SZA then came out and tweeted uh, that, nah, I, I wasn't 17. He dated me in 09. I'm pretty sure that he just uh, rhymed 08 with the next bar, which was late, or, or, like, the previous bar, which was late. So, like, he was trying to make the bar rhyme. But, like, he, she was definitely legal. Which is it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's not as creepy. Which, to be honest, I thought it was, I thought it was creepy because of, like, uh, the new word that people have taught me on the internet, which is grooming. When older men date younger women, it's called grooming. But um, by law, it's probably not legal because the age of consent in most states is about 16 years old. I don't know what it is in Canada, but in most states, like in PA, 16, not to say I'm not dating. I'm not dating any underage women because I don't got nothing in common with those dumb bitches. Excuse me, those little girls. I don't got nothing in common with those little girls. So I'm not about to date no 16-year-old. I'm just saying that the age of consent is 16 in most states. So um, it wouldn't have been illegal, but it's definitely immoral. It's definitely uh, the new word people taught me, grooming. So people talked about that for a while on Twitter, saying that Drake is disgusting, Drake is nasty for grooming another young girl. And I said, another young girl? Who has Drake, Drake groomed before? Somebody said that Drake, uh, somebody, <laughs> I see somebody make the literal point that Drake was trying to talk to Millie Bobby. Millie Bobby is the little girl from Shader Things, uh, 11. I was like, do y'all really think that was the case? Or do you think that Millie Bobby a fucking 13-year-old girl with just a huge Drake fan and amass a lot of fame in a little bit of time, and they might have had some a few things in common. And y'all say, what do they have in common? Um, Both of them are super famous. They probably got a manager or two in the same. They probably been in the same builders once or twice, and somebody just passed their Drake's number. By the way, I'm not about to, I'm not defending Drake if, if Drake is fucking um, grooming little girls. I'm not about to do that. But what I have saw on the internet it is people trying to tear down Drake's legacy because they're tired of this nigga winning. Like, there's no proof of Drake ever uh, being with a girl that was young. If My question to you is, if you think Drake was with, like, a, a super young girl, you, you think that she wouldn't have said that already? You think it wouldn't have come out already? The bitch from P Street, remember that song? He was like, the bitch from P Street? She went on did like, she did shows based off that shit. She said, like, Drake said her name, and she was doing shows. She was doing club appearances based off that shit. You think a 17-year-old girl, 18-year-old girl, when it came out and said that she was dating Drake, you think that we went and saw the picture in one of Drake's uh, fucking houses? It was an OVO tile on the floor, some shit like that. Like, we would have saw it already. 
And I get it. It's funny to say. It's funny. It's cool. But now when it's actual pedophiles out there that y'all just don't be paying no attention to. And y'all just don't be paying. Like, Tiger should be the real enemy here. Tiger literally red-shirted Kylie Jenner when she, was, when she was 17 years old. And we was fine with it. We was fine with it. Like, we let it slide. We let it slide. Tiger dated Kylie Jenner when she was 17 years old. I remember this. This was the thing. And niggas didn't cancel Tiger. Because we don't care about Tiger. Niggas just want to tear down Drake's legacy, which is cool. Do that. But don't do it with like allegations of like, oh, he be grooming little girls. When Tiger literally groomed the little girl in front of our eyes. In front of our eyes, he did that. In front of our face. Travis Scott is what? 26 years old? Like what like 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 how old is Travis Scott? Travis Scott is what? Uh Travis Scott is 29 years old. 29 years old. <laughs> and Travis Scott has a kid with Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner is what, 23? 23 years old? And Kylie Jenner and, and, and Tyga had a baby when what? She was like 20? That's not weird to y'all? That's not grooming? Oh, she was an adult. It, it takes nine months for a baby to develop. So he probably thumped her when she was 19 to get her pregnant. And it was probably talking when she was, when she was just 18. That's grooming still, right? Or, or, or grooming just ends when she turned 18. Or it don't matter when it's one of your faves. Or it don't matter when somebody you don't care about. Because it's, it's actual proof of men in this industry grooming young girls. Drake, there's no, there's no proof to fucking uh, sustain these claims. These claims are just claims that people make because they, because they don't like Drake. Which I get it. It's fine. Don't like Drake. But don't try to say he out here touching little girls. And, I, and by the way, I do have my cape on right now. My drape cape is on right now. It's on. It's on and it's firm and it's tight. Pause. Okay. Um, on the other things I learned on Twitter this week, uh, Tory Lanez is a fucking clown. Uh, <laughs> um, last week I gave Tory Lanez, what, 20 minutes on the pod? Um, I, I'm not going to give him 20 minutes again, but he is a clown and he is a bozo. He is... Tory Lanez is outside. He is shooting music videos. Like the music video put out for for that song, uh, "Praise to the Most High." I I praise to the Most High. I I believe it's called. Um, it's a it's a it's a funny music video. There's nothing serious about it. I watched like a few clips of it. It's it's it's, it's fucking comedic in, in nature. There's nothing serious about it. Um, Tory Lanez is a fucking clown. Um, he was he was in a club. Casanova caught him in a club. Ain't do nothing to him. Casanova, the same guy, a Sam New York nigga. New York niggas be talking so heavy. Yo, 6ix9ine a snitch. He can't do shit outside. 6ix9ine snitched on other gang members. Men who probably done more harm to the, men who probably done more harm to the community than good. Tory Lane shot an innocent woman, and y'all just let him party in the club? Y'all, y'all niggas' morals is fucked up. Y'all niggas' morals is ass backwards. Y'all, y'all worry about the wrong fucking shit, and, and that's y'all problem. Y'all problem is y'all care about the wrong fucking shit. Why is 6 9 snitching and being able to walk outside a bigger than Tory Lanez being in your city, in your hood, walking through your hood in a club with bottles? Not a big deal. By the way, I'm not street. I'm not tough. I'm not. I can handle my own. I ain't street nor am I tough. So I ain't going to say, yo, if I catch Tory Lanez, I'm going to punch that nigga. I probably won't. I probably won't. 
I, I ain't going to jail over that. But you hard niggas, you street niggas that be shooting niggas for no reason, just going to let him walk outside untouched? You, sir, you, sir, are a bitch-ass nigga. Y'all niggas really be, like, fucked up in the head. Like, y'all morals be wrong. And a lot of y'all know how I feel about Tory Lanez. I gave this nigga 20, 20 minutes on the pile last week. I've done it. I know. So y'all know my feelings about him already. But it's the fact that he was outside shooting music videos. And nobody did nothing to him. Niggas just let him walk free. Niggas, Casanova was laughing with him. Like, ha, 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 I thought you wasn't outside. This nigga's shooting music videos. More music videos. Got a bunch of dweebs behind him. A bunch of dweebs. I know somebody saw that shit from their fucking apartment, apartment room window. Go outside and press him. You tough? Go press that nigga. Why y'all let him roam free? That shit ain't throw. That shit not cool. It's just, it's just not. And it's not respected. I don't respect none of you street niggas no more. Like, streets isn't a myth. Whole Ben said it, but the streets is a myth. It's a fucking myth, man. Okay. Um... Let's take a break to pay some bills right now. This episode of the Listen to the West Shit podcast is sponsored by Blue Chew. Yes. Blue Chew has sponsored the podcast. It's fucking amazing, isn't it? Uh, let's talk about something we could all use more of right now. Sex. Great sex. I've been using Blue Chew for a few months now. I be chewing bitches out, giving, giving them the best dick when I thump them. Guys, you can increase your performance and confidence in the bedroom with Blue Chew right now. Listen, Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Whenever that moment arises, when it's time for you to do some thumping, you can do some thumping. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to doctors or wait in line. It's even cheaper than going to the pharmacy. And they prepare and ship it right to you inside of discreet packaging. So no awkwardness and you don't have to leave the house. Blue Chew is absolutely fucking amazing. Right now, we've got a special going on for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. B-L-U-E. Chew. C-H-E-W dot com. And get your first shipment free when you use promo code LISTEN. And just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E. Chew.com. Use promo code LISTEN and you get to try it free. Guys, I'm so excited that Blue Chew is sponsoring this podcast. Shout out to Lair and Lionel for talking about Blue Chew with me on their episode. And now Blue Chew sponsored me. Listen, I, listen I'm going to be real with y'all. Today's what? Monday? Monday, I talked to the Blue Chew rep guy. Um, I got my promo code. My promo code works, by the way. Listen, my, my, it's fucking, this is a real ad. Listen, you, you go to Blue Chew, right? You go to BlueChew.com right now. Use promo code LISTEN, and I guarantee you, listen, it works. I got, I got a promo code. I, I, I hit him up. I was like, yo, where the promo code at? He sent my promo code, and he paid me. I got fucking paid? for. <laughs> I got paid to talk about a product I fucking love. This is absolutely crazy to me, and, and it's all because of you guys. You guys have supported me uh, so far through this podcast, just all my ridiculousness and, like, supporting all the bullshit I do. And now look at us. We got a real fucking sponsorship. Like, this is a real company. Blue Chew is a big company. Like, all your favorite podcasters got a Blue Chew ad. Now, I got one. This is amazing to me. So, like I said, go to BlueChew.com, use promo code LISTEN, and try it free. 
you get the free. You 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 get it free. You you just pay five dollars shipping. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing what a little bit of talking about shit on your podcast can do. But since I just did a Bluetooth ad, I think that leads perfect into this week's nasty, nasty story. So. When I first started taking Blue Chew, I started taking it because I was fucking this girl and my dick kept getting on gummy. Like, my dick was on gummy. And I was not feeling confident in my penis. This is just after me and my ex broke up and I had sex, like, maybe once or twice before then. And I would start fucking this new girl. And um, so I met her. I met her on this app, right? And I might have told this story once before on this podcast, but I can't remember, so I'm going to tell it again. So I met her on this app. And we start talking that night. She said, yo, come see me. I was like, all right, I'm going to come see you. Say no more. But mind you, this is the first day we, the first day we, the first day of us texting. We were, we were on the phone all night, boo-loving, chilling. First fucking day. First, l- nigga. First fucking day, us talking, us, us ever beating each other. She told me to come see her. I known this bitch for all of 18 hours. We was up on the phone all night chilling. So we, we like what don't you know you up on the phone all night and you get to the point where the shorty where you like yo let me see if I can just throw this 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 little nasty topic in there let's see let's see if I can be freaky with it and I just I throw a little shot and she like she caught that bitch and threw it back I was like I bet so she's like she's like yo come see me I was like all right say no more but I had work the next day so I was like I'm gonna come see you at the work she's like all right say no more so I go to work and it's like two hours before I, I get off and she's like. Um, you gonna come see me? I was like, yeah, I'm gonna come see you. Don't worry about it. So I go out there to her crib to see her. The bitch got her own place. She got like a roommate or something like that. So I walk in the crib. We chilling. She got an air mattress, which I don't really care about because I got an air mattress too. So I'm sitting on her ear bed. I'm like, oh, this is a nice job. We talking, we vibing, we chilling. And then um, she was like, you want fuck? No, I'm lying. I'm lying. That, that's not how that went. I'm lying. Sometimes I'll be lying in these stories because it'd be funny, but nah, that's not how it went. So we like, we, you know, you know, when you, when you at the shorty crib and y'all start, you know, y'all talking and then that talking goes into like a, a light touching and that light touching goes into like a, a, light, a light kissing and, and then like kissing goes into, oh, we about to fuck. That's what happened. So she didn't really say we about to fuck, but her energy said it. So as she say, yo, I'm about to, oh, she, as she say, like her energy say, yo, we about to fuck. She told me, she said, I ain't shave, which to me was, oh, we about to fuck. I was like, don't worry about that. That's cool. Don't worry about that. I'm a grown ass man, which it was fine. Like, it ain't really matter to me. I was like, it's cool. So I start playing with her clit. I'm rubbing that thing. That pussy wet as hell. I'm like, all right, bet. So I, she was like, you got a condom? I was like, no, nah, I can run to the chinks and get one, though. She was like, well, I got one. I was like, all right, say no more. Like, I didn't plan on us really having sex that day. I thought that she was cabin to me, so I didn't bring one. Which I usually use condoms, but um. So she gave me one, and I checked it out, make sure what's in the holes and them like that, and I put it on right after. The, mind you, nigga, I hear pussy. I did. I listen. I eat pussy. It was a little bit of hairy pussy, and I ate it. Whatever. So what? Sue me. So I ate it, and then I got the thump in her. Pow, 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 pow. All backshot shit. Pow, 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 pow. I'm giving it to her. Uh-huh. And then she goes, stop, 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 stop. Like, oh, whenever a woman say stop, I stop because I'm not a rapist. Like, you say stop, my dick is soft. But what happened was my dick was never hard in this situation. Dick was just like a little, it was like, it was, it was like, it was like, it was like a medium chub. I never reached maximum potential. So she said, stop. I was like, all right, what's wrong? She's like, I'm just not feeling it. I was like, all right, maybe she felt like we moving too fast or whatever. 
I it's cool, whatever. I ain't gonna force it. So I go to sleep in her bed because it was late as shit. And I, I like mind you, I just I like I literally just got off work. It was already late as shit. I'm like, I'm not going back home. And she's like, yo, you can just stay here for the night. I was like, all right, cool. I stay there for the night. I go to her bathroom in the morning. I wash my dick in her sink, and then I leave out. Same clothes I had on yesterday. Scumbag shit. If you ain't never did that, you ain't living life, nigga. Be a scumbag for once in your life. I go to work, and the whole day at work, she texting me. Like, she's like, la da 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 We rapping. She's like, she was like, um, you want to come back over tonight? I was like, yeah, sure, I'll come back over tonight, whatever. So this is back-to-back nights I'm at her crib. I didn't live here now. I'm thinking about buying this bitch a heater because her room was cold. It was, like, early in the wintertime, like, January or something like that. I'm thinking about buying this bitch a heater or some shit because it's cold in her room. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm about, to, I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to hook her up. So I go over to her crib the second night in a row, back-to-back. Haven't showered once. Nigga, think about this. Haven't showered in two days. I've had I've had sex since then. Haven't showered once. But the first thing I do instead of going home and taking a shower is I stop at the chinks to buy two condoms. That's how nasty I am. So I go to her crib. I mean, I cut the two condoms. I fucking make my way to her house. I get to her house. Um, we chilling. We like in her living room chilling. She ain't got no couch in her living room, though. So we kind of just sit on her floor, which I was fine with. She was kind of earthy. You know what I'm saying? It was it was some incense in the area. You know what I'm saying I ain't smoking. I, I I don't smoke no more. So I was smoking at the time. She was doing a little bit of drugs. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm watching her get high. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling. I'm in my bag. We loosely vibing. It's, it's good vibes. It's good fucking vibes going on. Like it's good vibes. And then like she started kissing on me. I'm like, all right. That energy said we about to fuck again. That's what I heard. Like she ain't say that, but that's what I heard. That energy said we about to fuck again. We kissing. I'm kissing her back. Mm-hmm. All passionate, like I'm giving it to her, right? I, I I go down, touch her pussy. She go say, I still ain't shave. And in my head, I thought, damn, bitch, again. But I was like, fire, fuck it. Like, let's keep going. So I'm playing, I'm playing with that hairy pussy. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I, I take those pants off and I eat it again because I'm nasty. Fuck it. I don't care. I know if this bitch shower. I'm going to keep it a bean with you. It ain't smell like she showered neither. So I eat the pussy for that long neither. I was like, I feel disgusting doing this. Like, I went down there. Let me say something. I usually eat pussy. And I breathe through my mouth because I don't really want to smell no smells. But I, I accidentally breathed in my nose once. And I was like, oh, this don't smell that great. I feel bad. So I'm, like, I pulled out like two seconds after that. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> and she was like, oh, fuck me. Fuck me. I was like, all right, flip over. She's like, no, I'll do it from front this time. I was like, all right. So I was like, can you suck me to get me hard? She was like, all right. So she did like a little, she like a, like a half-hearted suck. And she's like, I right, put the condom on. I was like, all right, whatever. Fuck it, I'm about to fuck. So she did half-hearted suck. I put the condom on. I'm trying to beat from the front. I got the legs up like this. She said, no, 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 lay on me. So I'm laying on her. I'm giving her those strokes. And, like, I do that for a little bit, and then she just told me to stop again. I'm like, why you keep telling me to stop? Like, she's like, no, I'm just not feeling it. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I leave that next morning because, of course, it's late as shit again, and, I, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not going home. So I go to work again, wash my dick in her sink, I leave, I leave, I leave to work from her house again. I ain't showering three days now, nigga. Three days I ain't showering now. Disgusting nigga shit. Fuck it. I'm at work again. Dirty dick and all. I'm making, I'm making niggas pastas. I'm, I'm doing it up. And she texts me while I'm at work. She said, like, I'm not really into having sex with you. And I was like, why? She was like, your dick just not big enough. And I was like, what? What? What you mean? She's like, it's, it's not there for me. I was like, huh? Okay, but I'm playing it cool in messages. Like, all right, cool, it's whatever. <laughs> but in my heart, I'm like, 
oh, that hurt. <laughs> like I'm like, but it really hurt. But I'm playing it off. So, uh, but like she keeps trying to like text me, and be cool with me. But I'm like, I'm dubbing her. I'm like, all right, cool, fuck it. It was nice knowing you and all that. Cause this point in my head, we was only having sex. I'm like, so why were you still talking? Like, this whole this whole arrangement to this point had just been sex. You telling me you telling me you don't like my sex. So we not about to be inside a relationship because you don't like my sex. I don't want to be friends with somebody who I used to fuck and told me my dick was trash. Like I'm not I'm not feeling it. I'm just not I'm not feeling none of this. And then like so I, I stopped talking to her a few days. A few days later she called me and she was like, like your dick wasn't really like trash. It just was it just wasn't it just wasn't it just wasn't there. Like it wasn't it wasn't hidden for me. And then I'm like, what you mean? She was like, it wasn't it wasn't as it wasn't hard. What you mean it wasn't hard? She's like, it just wasn't hard. Like, you wasn't hitting the back of my pussy. And I was like, I felt that, though, because her pussy wasn't even that deep. Like, men who get vagina notice. Like, it's vaginas that are super deep, and it's, and it's like, shallow vaginas. She had a shallow vagina, and I wasn't hitting the back of that, which is, like, a weird experience for me because I always hit the back of shallow vaginas. Deep vaginas, I almost never hit the back of. I be trying, but I never do. Shallow drums, I'm hitting the back of. And I just, like, you're right. My dick wasn't as hard as it could be my dick just wasn't at maximum hardness then i started having sex with the next girl and i had the same problem my dick just wasn't maximum hardness then that's when i cop blue chew use promo code listen ah you see how i wrapped it around nigga <laughs> okay that was that's actually the whole story this week um that was um that's that's a true story i don't know if i told that story on the podcast i might have told that story before in the podcast but i, I didn't tell it that way because I left out the part of me buying Bluetooth to get my dick better because they ain't sponsored the podcast at that point. But now they do. So now I get to shot them boys out. <laughs> shout out Bluetooth. Shout out Mike Keisner. Uh, fuck Joe Budden because he ain't got ads and I do. So fuck Joe Budden. You a bitch ass nigga. Psych now. I love you, Joe Budden. I appreciate everything you've done for the podcast community. Uh, <laughs> okay, this um this week's uh, song of the week is Kyle Scrubby. It's called uh, Nonfiction. Um, so I'm about to play this and then we going, I'm a, I'm a outro this bitch and then we gonna get out of here. You know, you really fucked up bad when you told me I can't do it. Stick stones, breaking my bones. I played through it. People telling me I got away with the words. I got away with killing these motherfuckers. I'm Ray Lewis. Play that line back, dissecting that dime sack. I got it from the block, it's diesel, it's prime shack. I told you I ain't passing that shit, I'm young Kobe. I'll catch you off guard, on guard, I'm unholy. The one and only, I'm a lot different. Script flipping, John Grisham, how I'm plot twisting. I pull the whole city out, I got the block listening. I pull up with the titties out, I got the top missing. It's nonfiction. True or false, read through it, and it's all nonfiction. True or false, I'm the truth, so it's all nonfiction. Yeah. True or false, read through it, and it's all nonfiction. Yeah. Hey, I'm the truth, I'm the truth. I could buy it, but it's just a rental. It's not a good investment. Being bad with your money is being good at flexing. They always chasing a bag, I guess they couldn't catch it. They trying to be like me, but it's not a good impression. I used to get on instrumentals just to get it out my mental. I was handing out my demos and they wouldn't check it. They told me I'd never make it, but now they get the message. That's important information, so I wouldn't text it. They want to get a reply, they want screenshots. But they won't get a response, not even three dots. These sheep talk. 
park, no lying, they throwing cheap shots. I had to cut some people off, I had to detox. I keep talking in my head, I got deep thoughts. On the steps where me and Navy did the beatbox. Been old school like Reeboks with knee socks. Corbin know I fuck them up when the beat drops. I'm coming back more level-headed. Sleep a little better off the edible devil lettuce. I could do that fast rap shit, I could Eminem it. But honestly, I'm past that shit like I hit a limit. Thanks for giving your opinion, I didn't ask for it. I don't need your two cents, I got the cash for it. I don't think I'll make it to 40, let's fast forward. I just couldn't stop smoking like I'm Flash Gordon. It's non-fiction. Hey, true or false, red do it, and it's all non-fiction. Yeah, true or false, I'm the truth, so it's all non-fiction. Hey, true or false, red do it, and it's all non-fiction. Say I'm the truth, I'm the truth. That was a uh, cow scrubby non-fiction. Um, this has been an episode of the Listen to the White Shit podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to white shit. The fastest growing podcast and history podcast. Then I Google that because that is a fact. Who you gonna believe, nigga? Me and Google get your money that right now. Be afraid of them niggas. Yeah, man. Um, I'm I'm very happy to have this sponsorship. By the way, this sponsorship is only for the month of October. So I need you guys to use promo code LISTEN. Go buy some dick pills. Get your dick hard. Because next month when I re-up, I need them to want to re-up with me. Like, listen, I'm going to keep it a with you. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they listened to the podcast. And at the end of the day, I already lied to them and I already got the money. But I told them the audience was bigger than what it was. So I need y'all to go actually, like, buy that shit. So it looked like my audience is actually bigger than this. Because I told him the audience was bigger than what it was just to get a lot to these days. I ain't going to lie. I finessed the back. I did it. But, hey, we here now. They already paid me. They can't take the money back. I spent the money already. The money is gone. Like, And I'm not giving it back. Suck my dick. Like, <laughs> Okay. I have been your host, Dom Sharp. There's two things in the world that every human has, opinions and assholes. I'm so happy to be an asshole with the opinion. Thanks for listening. By the way, go to bluechew.com. Use promo code LISTEN. Wow. Wow. Did you listen to that whole podcast? No, like seriously, the whole thing you listened to? Uh-uh. You're lying. You did not listen to that whole thing. How are you single? It doesn't make how. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but not nah, seriously. Um, thank you. I appreciate you so much for listening to that whole podcast. It means the world to me that you listen to that whole thing. But if you really listen to that whole thing and you enjoyed the content that you just heard, I need you to do me a few favors, okay? I need you to go over to our Instagram page at listen to this why you shit. Go over to our Twitter page at listen and shit and give us a follow on both accounts. And since you're on social media already, I need you to share this content with your friends. If you really if you really enjoy the content that you just heard, share it with the people that you fuck with. Post it on your Instagram story. Tweet about it. Post it on Facebook. Doesn't matter to me. Share the content with people so I can grow. If I grow, we grow. This is a family over here, dog. I know that sound like cheesy and shit. That's what like YouTubers say. We're like, no, what's up, fam? Nah, but honestly, like, I appreciate everybody who listens to this. Like, if if like go on my Instagram, like I I respond to damn near all the comments 
to of people who comment on the page. I really want to build a community and I really want you to be a part of this community. And I want your friends to be a part of this community. I want all of us to have inside jokes that only we get from this podcast. So thank you. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to see you next week. Wow. Have a good day.